0: 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we will begin with verse 18. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us a ministry of reconciliation. So God has reconciled you, me, and all of the world to himself by Jesus Christ, and he has given to us a ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19. To wit, or to know that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto Himself and not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So the redemptive work of Christ was a once and for all occurrence. In other words, Jesus' death on the cross, His burial, His resurrection was once and for all. Everyone was included in the redemptive work of Christ. So he says here in verse 19 that God was in Christ doing what? Reconciling who? The world unto himself. He was reconciling or restoring the world to himself. So this would be what we would call the legal side of redemption. The legal side of, the, of redemption is what God did in Christ 2,000 years ago. He did for everyone, and he did it once and for all. So that will never have to be done again, never have to be repeated again. He did it for everyone, and he did it once. So Jesus Christ's redemptive work was for everyone. God reconciled the world to himself in the person of Christ, not imputing or counting their trespasses unto them, and hath committed to us the word of reconciliation. Verse 18 said he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Verse uh, 19 says the word of reconciliation, or some translations say the message of reconciliation. So our message to the world is that God sent his son Jesus to die for your sin, and he paid the price for all of your sin, and you can be Uh, free in his presence and you can come to God and receive him and receive Jesus by faith and your sins will be washed away. Hallelujah. A simple message but powerful and causes a person to go free from sin and Satan's control. Now let's look at it in another version. In the Amplified Bible it says it was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. God was reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. So God restored the world to favor. So you and I can come receive the favor of God because favor is available. The grace of God, according to the King James Version and the many translations, render it favor. So God reconciled the world to favor with himself. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them. And committing to us a message of reconciliation, of restoration to favor. So our message again is that God has graced you with favor and you can receive his favor today anybody can anybody can everybody won't but somebody will our job is to preach the gospel and the gospel is good news and the good news is that Jesus paid the price for your sin and you couldn't do it on your own you couldn't uh uh pay the full penalty for your own sin because that would be an eternal payment and it would never be paid in full but yet Jesus paid the full penalty for your sin because he was a sinless substitute that took your place and died to pay the price for all of man's sin. And so when you believe on Jesus, you are reconciled to a place of favor with God. You receive the reconciliation that's available to you. Now let's go, if you will, to uh, Romans. Romans 5 and verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, being justified how? By faith. Everybody say by faith. Amen. So legally, reconciliation, legally, restoration to favor, and some translations say restoration to friendship or restored to friendship with God. So restoration to favor and friendship with God is already made available legally. And that's for everyone. That's for the whole world. But unless a person puts their faith in Jesus Christ, then that restoration doesn't come into effect in their life personally. Look at the verse again. Therefore being justified, how? By faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So faith is essential and a necessary ingredient in order for somebody to receive that reconciliation or to receive that justification. Now, let's go. Just hold your place there. We'll just flip to the next page, and perhaps it's not even the next page for you. But in verse 10 of the same chapter, in verse 10 it says, For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. We were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. Much more, being reconciled or having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life or by His resurrection life, one translation says. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement, or the margin of my Bible says, received the reconciliation. So we joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the reconciliation. So reconciliation has been effected, it's been accomplished for everyone, for the whole world. But in order for us to enjoy it as individuals, we must receive that reconciliation. And the way that we receive the reconciliation, or remember, reconciliation means restoration to favor. The way that we receive that restoration to favor is by faith. So let's go back to verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So justified, uh, one writer said it this way, means just as if I'd never sinned. Justified in the sight of God. God declares you are justified, or He declares you are not guilty, or He declares you are righteous. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21 says, For he hath made him Jesus to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God. So you're justified in the sight of God. You are made right with God. You are reconciled to a place of favor and friendship with God. You have favor with God. You don't have to live in the guilt of your past because your past is wiped away. Your sin... Your shame is wiped away, and you are free from unrighteousness. You are free from sin, and you're free from the control or the power of sin when you become right with God and you stand in that righteousness. Praise God. So everybody say, I have been made right with God. I have peace with God through faith in Jesus Christ. Verse 2, by whom, or by Jesus Christ, we also have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, by whom we have access by faith into this grace. Now, another translation of this verse, rather than the word grace, it uses the word favor. Weymouth says, through whom also, as a result of faith, we have obtained an introduction into that state of favor with God in which we stand. Through the result of faith, we have obtained an introduction into that state of favor with God in which we stand. So you've been introduced through faith into a state or a condition of favor. You have accessed the favor of God through faith. Now, a person that is... Uh, in the world and hears the gospel, if they do not believe it and receive it and accept Jesus or believe on Jesus by faith, they never access the grace of God. They never access the favor of God. It's available for everyone. Whosoever will, let them come and take of the water of life freely. And anyone can. But it's a choice that people have to make, isn't it? And in your life, if you've made that choice, you have now been introduced into a state of favor or into a condition of favor. You are already in the favor of God. You're not just trying to get his favor. You got his favor. You're one of his favorite kids. Hallelujah. Now let's read it in another translation. Through him, too, we have been introduced by this door of faith into the favor of God, in which we have so firm a footing. In this favor of God, you have a firm footing. Now, in the Wayman says, in which we stand. King James says, in which we stand. All right, so we stand in this favor. It's one thing to be introduced into the favor of God. By faith, In other words, initially, when you get born again, you are introduced into or you come through faith into the door of, through the door of faith, you come into the favor of God and you're standing in a place, in a position of favor and you have a condition of favor. In other words, you're right with God. You're the righteousness of God. You've been accepted in the beloved. So you're in a condition of favor. You're in a place or a position of favor. And you have favor with God. Hallelujah. So you're standing in this favor. And you have a firm footing. Now, I've uh, had the privilege of seeing uh, mountain goats and uh, seeing them up on the side of the mountain. Or bighorn sheep, be, see them up on the side of the mountain. And it's amazing how sure-footed these animals are. And they, are, they have something instinct within them not to be afraid of falling. Now, most people, if they were on the side of the mountain that those uh, goats were on, they would hope for rescue. <laughs> they would be expecting or hoping for a helicopter to come along in. But they are so sure-footed and they're confident because there's something instinct within them to be so. There's something instinct within you if you are a believer in Jesus and you have put your faith in God. There's something in you that tells you you are accepted in the beloved. There's something in you. And, of course, if you meditate on the Word of God, it agrees with that witness of your heart that you are a child of God. And it shows you who you are in Christ. And you can stand. Not only can you be introduced into this favorite position, but you can also stand in the favor of God. In other words, you don't have to exit the favor. You can maintain the favor of God and enjoy your position and your status of favor with God and favor in Christ. Are you following me? Every day and in every situation, you can walk in the favor of God. Another translation, Jordan says, through him, we also got an open door into this favored position we hold. So again, God has given you a position of favor. 20th century says we have obtained admission into that place in God's favor in which we now stand. Well, with admission, generally, if you go to a game or football game, basketball game or whatever, uh, theater or whatever, if you go, you generally have to have a ticket, right? And your faith is your ticket in. Your faith gives you access in to that place, that arena, whatever it may be. So God, through faith, has given you access into this favor of God. So when you get in there, you're in the favor. I said when you get in there, you're in the favor. Somebody say, I'm in the favor. You're in this place of favor. You're standing in this place of favor. So the only way you're going to exit that place is by your unbelief. Now, in the Spirit, God has given you favor, but if you don't maintain your faith in the favor or maintain your faith in what God has done for you, then you don't accept it. And if you don't accept it, you don't think like it. And if you don't think like it, you don't act like it. And you don't talk like it. And so what you need to do is talk favor. Say that you're favored of God, that you have favor with God. You have favor with God. You have favor in Christ. Somebody say, I've got it. it. Now, so you're not just trying to get favor. You have favor. And acknowledge your favor with God and acknowledge your favor in Him and that you're in this position and in this place of favor. And as you do, you're releasing your faith. The primary way that you acknowledge is through your words. Actually, Philemon 1 says it this way, that... Your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So you become effectual in your faith by your acknowledgement of who you are in Christ. Every good thing that is in you in Him. And one of those good things that is in you is the favor of God. You have favor with God. You have favor in Christ. Hallelujah. You have the favor of God in you. You are in a state of favor. You're in a place of favor. Hallelujah. We have God's favor on us. You have God's favor on you. You have God's favor around you. I can give you scripture for all of it. You have favor around you so Everywhere you turn, there's favor. You're stepping in favor. What does the Scripture say? The just shall live by faith. So your first step of faith into the favor of God is when you believed on Jesus and got born again. But every day is a walk of faith. Corinthians says we walk by faith and not by what? Sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. The just shall live by faith. So your faith is not just an initial thing that you have. Your faith is an everyday lifestyle. It is a walk of faith. So every step you take is a step of faith. Every step you take on your journey with God and in life is to be a step of faith. And if it is a step of faith, then you're stepping in favor. You're acknowledging you have favor with God. You have favor with men. The favor of God is with with God in Christ. Hallelujah. It's in you. It's through you. It's on you. It's around you. You're in it. It's everywhere. Praise God. So no matter where you go, no matter what you do, praise God, you have the favor of God that's working on your behalf. Hallelujah. God's favor is to you, but it's in you. And it's through you. Hallelujah. Now let's go over to Ephesians. Ephesians 1 and verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath... Language in the Bible is is as important as a legal document. If you look at a legal document, you inspect the language because the language is going to determine what the outcome is going to be in your life or in that contract situation experience, right? Right? So if you read the language, and you determine what the uh, covenant is. And if you understand the covenant, then you know what is rightfully yours. And if you know what is rightfully yours, you can claim what belongs to you. If you read the scripture as a legal document, because God is a legal God, he keeps covenant to a thousand generations. He's never altered his covenant nor broken a covenant. When God says it, he'll also do it. And you can believe that God will perform his word in your life. So be confident that this is covenant language. When God said it, he'll also do it. Amen? All right, so who hath blessed us? Who hath? Hath means he's already done it. So many times people are looking for their favor when their favor is already near them. It's in them. It's in Christ. Hallelujah. You already have been blessed. Who hath blessed us with what all spiritual blessings in what? Heavenly places in Christ. So once you get in Christ, and you get in Christ the same way you get justified or you get the favor of God, you get in Christ by faith. When you believe on Jesus Christ, confess Jesus as Lord with your mouth, you get in Him. And He gets in you. You become one together. And so you are now blessed with all spiritual blessings in those heavenly places. Now, He tells you your position You've not only come into a place, he tells you that it's an elevated place. In heavenly places, what? In Christ. You are raised and seated together with Christ, Ephesians chapter 2 says, in heavenly places. So you are raised with him, you're seated with him, and you're in a position of favor. You're in a favored place with God. I would say the right hand of the Father is a favored place. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. And you're in Him by virtue of your union with Him. And so you're in a favored position in Christ. Hallelujah to Jesus. You're in an elevated position in Christ. Glory to God. Now, if you're in Him and you have been blessed, it didn't say you're going to get blessed. It says you've already been blessed. And all spiritual blessings also translate into this natural realm. If you have every spiritual blessing that heaven itself enjoys, actually one translation renders it that way, that you are blessed with every spiritual blessing that heaven itself enjoys. If you are blessed with every spiritual blessing that heaven itself enjoys, then it will also translate into your life experience. You can enjoy God's best blessings in life. Because you've already been blessed. You're blessed going somewhere to enjoy it. Amen. I mean, it's like going out to dinner and you've got the money to take care of the bill. And you don't have any concerns about the money. Right? But if you're going out to dinner and you're taking your date out on Valentine's and you don't have a credit card and you don't have any cash there's going to be trouble. Right? No, you need the ability to pay. It's not going to work. Oh, I forgot my wallet. How many ladies agree with me? It's not going to work, man. But when you have the ability to pay, then you have no worries, no concerns. Well, Jesus has already paid the bill. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, Jesus has already paid the bill. It's already taken care of. Heaven has already comped the meal. Hallelujah. God has already comped your life. He's already blessed your life. He's already put it in the bank. It's already provided. It's already yours. The grace and the favor of God is already there. It's already yours. All you got to do is access it, enjoy it, and enjoy the blessing of the Lord. It belongs to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to verse 4. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. That we would be holy and without blame. That's God's choosing. He chose us where? In him. In other words, God planned a long time before you showed up. God planned your future in Christ, and he chose you in Christ, and Jesus went to the cross and died for you, and you were, and he became what you were on your behalf on the cross and died for you so that you could have his best blessings in life. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Now, think with me. If God can plan that far ahead, I think he can handle next week, don't you? I think that if he planned from the foundation of the world and chose you in Christ before the foundation of the world, I think he can handle next two months. I mean, you know, he, he where is that going to come from? I don't know where it's going to come from, but I know a God who is well able to supply. Hallelujah. I mean... I may not know what the return address is, but I know that there is a God in heaven that can take care of business, and he can make things happen for me and for you. He can make things happen on your behalf. God has already favored you, and he chose you in Christ. Hallelujah. So then this is a walk of faith, and we have access this grace of God by faith, but we not only access the grace of God by faith, we maintain a faith life, and we walk by faith, and we live by faith every day of our life. So it is a life of trust and faith and confidence and assurance that his favor will be there whenever we need it. Hallelujah. And even when it doesn't look like we have favor, there is a God, hallelujah, and God has already provided favor for you. So we walk by faith and we stand in this favor knowing that we're in him, praise be unto God, we've already been blessed in him, we already have favor with God in him, and we are walking in this favor. Every step is a step of favor. It's a step into the favor of God wherever you go. Some people think if you live in a certain city, then you can have favor. If you live in a certain location, you can have favor. Things will work for you. If you know the right people, then you can have favor. And I understand it. God will give you the right people at the right time in the right place, and God will grace you with favor with men as well. But your first favor is with God. Because sometimes people will sacrifice their favor with God so they can get some favor with somebody, and they'll undermine their own commitment to God so that they can be friends with so-and-so. And And what you need to do is find out that your first favor is with God. And if you have favor with God, God can get you in the right place at the right time with the right people, and he will make you a success. And he can keep you out of the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people so you don't mess up your life and wonder what a grace and favor of God is no God wants to keep you with the right people right place right time right association so that you can succeed in your life and enjoy God's best blessing and it is a place and a position of favor with God and if you have favor with God God will give you favor with the right people Hallelujah. If you have favor up, you have favor over. I said if you have favor up, you have favor over. God gives you favor with himself and also with men. Hallelujah. So God has planned beforehand. God has already got some people set up for you. He's got some things set up for you. He's got some places set up for you. He's got some favor set up for you. You're on your way. If you follow God and follow his will and follow his word and walk by faith, there is some favored positions. There are some favored places. Proverbs tells us that promotion doesn't come from the east or from the west. East or the west. Promotion doesn't come from one way or that way. It comes from the Lord. Promotion doesn't come from the east or the west. It comes from the Lord. And if a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies shall be at peace with him. I mean, God can even quiet your enemies. Hallelujah. God can shut the mouth of a lion. God, hey, God can steal the adventure. Hallelujah. God can make somebody be quiet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It makes... It may take them a while to figure out God's favors on you, but you already know it. Hallelujah. I said you already know it, and if you know it, praise God, that's the most important thing, that if you know it, God's going to show it, and it's going to show up, and people are going to recognize that the favor of God's on your life because you might be their boss, you understand. Hallelujah. You know, God knows how to raise one up and set another one down. I mean, God knows how to take care of business. I'm telling you, God knows how to take care of business. God knows how to make some things happen on your behalf. Now, you're not looking to hurt anybody. Yeah, No, 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 that's not your attitude. Your your heart is to serve God and please the Lord and please the Lord and please the Lord. And if you please the Lord, God will work everything else out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has positioned you in an elevated place. The world tries to pull you down, but God's already lifted you up. And if you'll maintain your faith, if you'll maintain a spirit of faith and confidence that God is working for you, God is on your side, and God is preparing things in front of you. He's on your right. He's on your left. He's in your your rear. He's in your uh, future. Hallelujah. I mean, God's got you covered, baby. I'm telling you, God has got you covered. Hallelujah. All right, verse 6. To the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved. To the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted. God has accepted you. Sounds like favor to me. God has accepted you. Don't ever let the devil tell you you're unaccepted. No, you've been accepted. You say, what if somebody don't like me? I can tell you there's somebody that's a lot more important than somebody around you. There is a God, hallelujah, and he likes you real well. In fact, he likes you so much that he sent his son to die for you and pay the price for your sin and to set you free. When you were a sinner, you think he liked you then. Don't you know he likes you now? Hallelujah. If he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, then whoever believes in him would have everlasting life. I can tell you, if he liked you then and loved you enough to do that for you then, he sure loves you now because you. Come on. Yeah, he knows all about last week. He knows. And he still loves you. Hey, come on. because you were quick to repent. Hallelujah. Quick to get it right. God, I'm sorry. I I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to say that. I don't want to act that way. And you're quick to repent. Get it out of your life and let Jesus (laughs) cleanse you. Let Jesus make you whole. Hallelujah. Not going to linger around that cesspool. Hallelujah. I'm not going to linger around that devilish mess. Amen. I'm not going to linger around in the flesh. I'm going to get in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Because in the Spirit, there is favor. Hallelujah. With God. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm blessed. blessed. Talk to your neighbor. Say, "You're you're blessed. Hallelujah. He's made us accepted. God has accepted you. Whew. Rotherham says it this way. Unto the praise of the glory of his favor. Rather than grace, he translates it favor. To the glory of his favor, wherewith he has favored us in the beloved one. God has favored you in the beloved one. Knox translation says that he would manifest the splendor of his grace by which he has taken us into his favor in the person of his beloved son. He's taken you into his favor in the person of Jesus. Oh, how wonderful. God has just received you into this position and place of favor. Woo! God really likes you. You're accepted with him. Why? Because Jesus paid the full penalty, the full price for your sin. New Berkeley says, For the praise of his glorious grace with which he has freely favored us in union with the beloved. He has freely favored us. In union with the beloved. Let's go over to Luke. Luke 1 verse 26. And in the sixth month. The angel Gabriel was sent from God. Unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph. Of the house of David. And the the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her. And said hail thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women the angel delivered a message from the father God and God had a word for her and he said thou art highly favored you are highly favored think about it you can't get any higher favor than the throne of God I mean if God has favored you you can't get any higher favor you know, people are looking for favor with so and so, and looking for favor over here and over there, wishing they could get it. But I can tell you, don't ever sacrifice your character, don't ever sacrifice your integrity for favor with people. If you'll maintain your your character and your your integrity before God, hallelujah, God will get you in the right place. Some of those people, you don't need favor with anyhow. They'll get you in trouble if you got to sacrifice your character to be their friend. I can tell you, you don't want them, and they don't need you. Hallelujah. Isn't that right? Glory be to God. So, God puts you, He has highly favored you. Everybody say, highly favored. Highly. Why? Because you've been raised up and seated together with Christ. You're blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And you have God's favor on you. You're in the person of Jesus Christ. You're in the favor, and the favor's in you. Highly favored. And the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou, so you could say you're blessed and highly favored. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm blessed and highly favored. Verse 29, and when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Woo, you have found favor with God. And you say, Pastor, that was Mary. She was special. She was. But so are you. Because I just showed you in Ephesians chapter 1 that that didn't just include Mary. No, that message was for you. You've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Come on. Come on, I said, you've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, and you have found favor with God. God's favor is toward you. You've been accepted, and God's favor has come upon your life, and you have the favor of God on you today. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I've got favor. I'm blessed and highly flavored. Verse 34. Verse 34, then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Oh, some of these single women in here, let me talk to you. How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? How am I going to succeed, seeing I know not a man? How am I going to do this unless I have a man? You might get a man, not want a man. There's only one man you want. That's the right man that God has for you. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. God may have someone just for you. And if you'll be patient and if you'll be faithful, they're following God and you're following God, God has a path and you both meet. That's a good thing. If it's a God thing, it's a good thing. If it's a devil thing, it's a bad thing. If you have to go certain places to find certain people, you might not want them. I'm preaching real good. Fill in the blanks. Come on. So I got to go there, get me a man. You might need to come to church find you one. Hallelujah. Some of you say, well, that's what I came for. Well, you might need to adjust that. I hope you're here for the right reason. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. He that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains what? Favor of the Lord. Hallelujah. But sometimes, you know, people are, they're looking for somebody to get them a favored position. Now, I believe that God can work in this earth but I also know that the devil can work out some things. If you're, not, if, you're, if you're trying to do it on your own and in the flesh too much, what you find out is you get connected to the wrong people and they get you in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people doing the wrong thing and you end up messing up your life. But if God's favors on you, he gives you favor with himself, but he also gives you favor with people and God will put you in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing and you have the right result because you're in the right place. Are you hearing me? Praise God. It's the favor of God. How shall these things be seeing I don't know a man? I don't have the right connections. Well, your best connection is your connection with Jesus. And if you got that connection, God will give you favor. I said God will give you favor. Hallelujah. I'm impressed with people who are Christians, who have great character, and they're in great places of influence. But they don't lower their standards to get there. Because if you lower your standards to get there, you'll have to lower your standards further to stay there. But if you'll maintain your standard and you let God put you there, the God who put you there can keep you there. Hallelujah. I said it, the God who put you there, can also keep you there and preserve you there when they're throwing darts at you wishing they could take you down. There is a God that puts you there, and there's a God that can keep you there because God is in you, for you, with you, and through you, and God's favor is what got you there, and God's favor is what's going to keep you there. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. So God's favor, somebody say favor. Favor. I'm blessed and highly favored. He said, I don't know. She said, well, I don't know a man. Verse 35 is the answer. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. In other words, the Holy Spirit, you come to church, and you get in prayer, and you hear the Word, and you worship God, and the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and God gives you visions and dreams, and you conceive the Word of the Lord, and God's Word gets inside of you. It's like a seed and God begins to work with that thing inside of you and it begins to grow and you have a vision for your life and you know it was a vision that God put in your heart. It's not your own deal, your own idea just on your own natural thinking only and your own natural reasoning. You know God is working on the inside and if God works on the inside you're like an eagle. He just catches the wind. Not doing a lot of flapping like the geese. You just catch the wind and you soar like an eagle. And you can rise above the circumstances of life. And from way up there, you can see your prey. And I like to see, I've watched the eagles. They'll come down. Got that fish. And all those other guys out there throwing their bait out. Can't even see the fish. Got a fish finder and can't find them. (laughs) But that eagle from way up there has vision. And by the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, he lifts you up to another level. He causes you to see the way you could not see moments before. The Holy Spirit enables you to see what God's will is for your life. You're able to envision the will of God, and with the will of God is the favor of God. You're standing in the favor of God, and the favor of God's on your life, and it propels you to do the will of God. And not only do you conceive that vision, after a period of time, you're able to give birth to that dream and that vision, and God displays His favor in your life. You enjoy the blessings of God because you. You stayed faithful to God, and you were in a favored place. Hallelujah. Chapter 2, verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and statue and in favor with God and man. As you increase in wisdom and statue, as you increase, as you grow in the wisdom of God, as you mature in the things of God, you also increase in favor with God and with men. Sometimes if God lets you do some things before you were ready, you'd get out there and mess up your life. Come on now. If God gave you that kind of favor, some people, they're real anxious about, it. I got to get that position. I got to do that. You better, you better know that you're ready. You got some wisdom. You've developed some maturity so that when you get there, then you don't let that thing go to your head. Come on. And if it's gone to your head before you get there, it'll be in your head when you get there. <laughs> be of a sober mind and maintain patience in God. And faithfulness and favor will be on your life. It says he increases in favor with God and what? With man. Hallelujah. Listen, I've seen some people that rise up real fast. But I've seen them fall faster than they rose. Come on. You understand what I mean? They rise up real fast, but they fall faster than they rose. That is not your destiny. I said it's not your destiny. It doesn't have to be anybody's destiny. You can choose to walk in the wisdom of God, and you can be in the right place at the right time with the right people, doing the right thing, and your your course is blessed. Go to Psalm 5. Those who learn to be led by the Holy Spirit will not succumb to selfish and designing people. And they're out there. Not trying to scare you. Just want you to be wise. So you want to develop your spirit and maturity in your life so that you can recognize God's will for your life and the purposes of God. And the purposes of God are higher than your purposes. God's ways are higher than what? Your ways. Somebody say, God's ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Now, what happens when the Holy Ghost comes on you? (laughs) He lifts you up, and you begin to see His ways. You begin to know His thoughts. One word from God can change your life forever. You hear me? I said, one word from God can change your life forever. Psalm 5, are you there? Verse 11. Let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. So that's your instruction. Anybody trusting in God? What do they do? To rejoice. Let them ever be be quiet and be sad. No. He said, let them ever shout for joy. So we ought to be a rowdy bunch. Then he said, because thou defendest them... Or you protect them, you defend them. God's word says that he's on your right, he's on your left, he's your rear guard, he's in front of you, he's your defense. Let them also that love thy name be joyful. So three times he says rejoice, he says shout for joy, he said be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous. How many righteous people? I already taught you, you're righteous. Right? For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous, blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, bless the righteous with favor, wilt thou compass him as with a shield. Amplified says you will surround him with goodwill, pleasure, and favor. So God's favor will get all around you. Now get the picture here. God's favor is towards you because you have favor with God. God's favor is in you because you're in him and you're in this favor. You're in a position of favor just like you'd walk into the water. If you walk into the water in that gradual uh, decline, uh, you first get into the water but you're stepping in the water of favor, but if you keep walking, it gets up to your knees, and then it gets up to your waist, then it gets to your shoulders, then it gets waters to swim in, and so I believe God has favor that is water to swim in, and I believe this year is a year of unlimited favor and unlimited blessing for your life that God's favor is towards you, it is in you, it is on you, hallelujah, because you're in this favor and God's favor is all around you just like you get in the water. It is God's favor all around you. He is surrounding you with his favor. It's in you, on you, everywhere around you. Praise, be unto God. I'm telling you, the favor of God is on your life. Is there anybody that believes that God's favor is on your life? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, you can't lose with the stuff we use. (laughs) Come on, somebody shout favor.